We are a nation running on empty. Up to 70 million Americans are not getting enough sleep every night. Just one night of bad sleep can lead to problems concentrating and more seriously, accidents like car crashes. So we wanted to put the human body to an extreme sleep test to find out how it would react. It's quite likely that I'll start to lose it a little bit. Under the supervision of doctors at Mount Sinai Center for Sleep Medicine, ABC News' Dan Child stayed awake for 50 hours. He wanted to find out firsthand the effects of sleep deprivation on things like concentration, coordination, and the ability to complete basic tasks. The rules were simple. Dan was not allowed a wink of sleep or a sip of caffeine. When you sleep deprived, humans, they eat more. Dan craved carbs like cereal and pie and forced himself to be active to stay awake. This Lego is apparently for ages 6 to 12. I've kind of gotten lost in the instructions. Dan worked out and found that his body was much more awake after exercising, but his low points came in the morning hours. I'm doing anything I can to stay awake. After being awake for 50 hours, Dan was disoriented and unable to complete simple tasks, not to mention utterly exhausted. Probably have a couple of hours left in me and then we'll see what happens. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua. Hmm. Ryan, Larry, Joshua. Yeah, she's out this week, but maybe she'll show Josh- up in the second half. Joshua's a he. Oh. What did I did I say that wrong? <laughs> I'm April. I'm quirky. <laughs> I'm coming out. And Josh is in the doghouse. Oh no! <laughs> but he's feeling easy breezy. Cover girl with his new haircut. Amen. Anyway, so today on today's episode was a listener suggestion. Okay, the Russian sleep experiment. Let's step into the honesty corner for a moment. You guys ever had like an I want to die, I need to sleep for a week type hangover? Oh. (laughs) Anytime I drink man. That's kind of how I am. That's why I started drinking right away because it's the only thing that gets to go (laughs) bye-bye. Yeah, like um, I uh, made a couple of new friends locally and last night we decided to tie on different top shelf bourbons which usually would oh. make you feel okay but then i mixed in like beer Ooh. and then i mixed in bad that's, food yeah and then that's when like the strange farts start happening <laughs> oh yeah those ones are like that that's that isn't me is it yeah yeah, yeah and you're like you're like this the sewage company must yeah. be backed up today <laughs> for me that's when i drank tequila is this is rotting wood i was i was so hung over today that like i had a pulse but it was off and it was faint Ooh. <laughs> the literal farts i ripped were not happy mm. like usually when you fart it, it sounds like a trumpet it's cute makes you makes your wife kind of giggle like like burps to me are gross Really? I think I was joking because this is a belch cast of the highest order, but I almost prefer farts because they are funny and sound like people's butts are trying to speak but can't make out the words. Like you eat, you know, how you eat some Mexican food or maybe like a bunch of cheese mm-hmm. and like an hour or two later, your butt sounds like a trumpet and it's kind of silly. 
Those are fun farts. The hangover farts I had today oh. were no fun. First of all, it might not be a fart. I know. That's you're, the problem in my age. You're playing Russian roulette. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, nobody in my vicinity was smiling. Um, uh, no. <laughs> there were... I, these were kind of like, I'm concerned about what your, your life health? choices. Yeah. Like your doctor would be like, e. <laughs> Like, are you suicidal, man? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's coming out of your butt? Uh, we actually discussed this on an upcoming potty slam. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, not so much that, but shitting your pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love potty slam. So, uh, yeah, like these these were like, I should just burn my briefs <laughs> afterwards type yeah. farts. But you have to do them because your gut's like yeah, if I don't, hurting. If I don't let it out. I mean, it sounded like I pull started an old gas push mower oh. uh, that had a guinea pig caught in the engine. <laughs> or kind of like a Model T Ford stalling out on a dirt road during a thunderstorm. If you can kind of picture that, that's that's those are the kind of parts I was ripping. Yeah, like that, like a motorboat. <laughs> yeah, like s- somebody's driving a motorboat. No, that's just my anus. <laughs> oh no! What do you hear that? Someone smuggling drugs into Miami? No, that's just my butt. It's just uh, you know, like <laughs> the, the kind of you almost turn towards your butt afterwards and look in shock. Like really, <sighs> I can do that? Like you're just not happy with it. It's so. not the same. Like the timber and the pitch is just off. Yes, like it's just a little, or it's a little too pronounced. A little too. Bubbly. It's like your 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 pants almost feel like they shoot out a little <laughs> bit when they happen. And, and, and the worst part is, is like you'll release the demon, and then not five Everybody, minutes later, all of a sudden it's like, yeah. And they're like, damn, where bro? was that? It feels like a whole bread basket fell out of your butt, but it was in like air particles. <laughs> the Ugh. worst is. This is how always happens to me. I'll I'll be like, mm, mm, take a look on the left, look over to the right. I'm clear. I fart. Then three people want to talk to me. There's there's a preacher and eight nuns yeah. standing there with like their fingers on their mouth, like <gasps> so, Larry. <laughs> the power of Christ. But they don't hear it. They don't hear it. What they do is they walk up to me and they're like, "Hey, Larry, how are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. I think a porta potty fell over by that construction site. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Actually, the other day I was at work and I I had that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Was you hung over or was it just bad chalupas? Uh I I I don't know what it was, but it was bad. I uh made it a point that anytime all of a sudden there'd be noises from people doing things, that's when I would unleash. And every time I'd be like, All right, cool, no one heard it, but then I'd smell and be like, Oh, oh yeah, you can't God. hide that. I hate it when you're in a vehicle all day and you get out and you come back to it and you're like, That Ooh. thing is still do you ha- <laughs> do you have to make it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? The but thing you is do. you get used to it and then you like you've left and then you come back and you're like, Wow. Wow. That was that was in I was I think, breathing that in. I think a constipated little Ugh. leprechaun like Crop dusted this this vehicle <laughs> I'm in. Pretty sure I violated the Paris Accord here. <laughs> anyway, that ties into our okay. episode by Mystery Farts uh, Pop Off, which is a magical vodka, which <laughs> as, Russians as in, as in it makes you tra- time travel. Oh, it makes the worst farts I've ever had. <laughs> Potato vodka. Oh, farts. All right, I like vodka. We are out of the honesty corner. Let's put on our radio faces. <laughs> What is that? Radio voices. Radio voices. Radio voices. Radio. Okay, tried and true scale, ladies and gentlemen, is secret government testing on people's sleep scary? It's a nightmare. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> oh, Larry. <laughs> well, we got to put a number to it. So, um, Larry, Josh, who wants to say? 
Uh, anytime it, secret government gives you an eight right away. Yes. So yeah, you're I get a, that. your base is at an eight. You can only go up from there. Um, as far as sleep testing, nah, I'm eh, I eight. Right on. I love sleep, and when I get tired because of lack of sleep, I get very ornery. And <laughs> ornery, Josh. Yeah. yeah. So no video games for you, kid. Uh, I think Larry's right, though. When it comes to government testing on anything, that's some pretty creepy stuff. So, and then kind of having an idea of what this is, I'm going to give it a nine. See, I don't know what. Yeah, I'm going to say nine, nine now because it's there's still light out. Nine. But ten in the night when I think about it and I get scared. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, this is definitely one of the creepier episodes. I, I'd say Black Eyed Children was the last one where I got a little creeped out during the research, but this one, um, I would put up there with like um, with 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 the the story, um, the Russian sleep experiment. Um, I would put you know, pretty far up there, maybe even closer to like a Franklin cover up in some ways. So wow, wow. so wow, so. Wow. When you that? want that cheeseburger? Now. <laughs> it's good stuff, Oose. So, with that said, now that we've rated everything, I want to say a quick shout out to the man who uh, suggested this episode, Alex Baff, who is a good dude. He's uh, from Ohio, and we appreciate that. He, he recommended quite a few different things, and we will definitely be doing some of those in the future. There's also, um, he wanted to say, I hope you guys know that I love the mispronounce mispronunciations and <laughs> right there the, you just mispronounced mispronounced I did pro- I know mispronunciation that's like what is that like inception that, that, um, that is that the is, inception of like no, that's it's like a becoming a caricature of yourself I yeah now it's beer tongue beer it tongue. is kind of beer tongue he also says that he likes the burping he likes the burping oh. come on guys are we gonna, we gonna start a cam show where we just burp the whole time? Yeah, actually, I have these cameras I just bought for the studio. They go right into your throat, oh, so you can God. actually see the reverb. Oh God! I just made that up. You see the bubbly? Ugh. No fun. The Safa cam. So, the Russian sleep experiment. Now, before we dive into this story, I wanna I wanna have a quick disclaimer. Do you guys know what a creepy pasta is? And I don't mean like. Haunted ravioli. Oh no, the no, I don't. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I knew that joke was on deck, so yeah. I was, like, <laughs> was going to call it spookgetty, but whatever. <laughs> you you have those things just lodged. There's like a secret library of puns and this like is, double meanings. Yeah, yeah, it's really brought me far in life. <laughs> Cracking up your teacher does not get you a better grade. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you got to sleep with them. You know that. Yeah. Get with the times, oh. man. No, um, a creepypasta is basically, um, it's like storytelling on the internet, and it's become such a fad that there's actually creepypasta websites, creepypasta YouTube videos, and they're... the creepy part. Why the pasta part? I don't know. That's a good question. If anybody out there knows, tweet us at Conspiracy T Show or write us on our Facebook or on our email, conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com. We would love to know why the fuck is pasta attached? What did pasta do to you? Was it like a runner who liked to eat a lot of pasta before he ran and then just decided I like creepy stories too? Or re- by the way, pasta makes me fart like a mother. <laughs> That's what the creepy part is. It's, it's not creepy. 
Farting's not creepy. <laughs> it isn't. It's hilarious. It is. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This is the R- Russian sleep experiment. Grab your vodkas. Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days. Is this part? No. Yes. No, no, this is the story. This is the this is the backdrop. You, you could have. Sorry, I should have cued you more. I, I will I will go when it's time. Oh, you want? Okay, you want to do that? Okay. Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days Wait. using an experimental gas. Now, based it was a it was an experimental gas based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed. <laughs> This is what, be, double snorter. You know when there's a double snort, we're, we're in good territory. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them since it was toxic in high concentrations. <laughs> this was before close it. They hot boxed them. <laughs> the old Dutch oven. We're gonna crop we're all gonna crop dust this with some pasta. We have- we have you eat Taco Bell and then we'll lock you in room and make you sniff toxic gas for fifteen days. Can you do a Russian accent? In my home country. Yeah, yeah, there okay, you go. I can I can fake you can it enough. Trump is great. Yeah. <laughs> See? Actually, just so you guys know, Larry is wearing a shirt that says Make America Great Again, but it's in Russian. Yeah, I think it they is sent the, me the wrong. It is, it is, yeah, they sent you the wrong. <laughs> no, it's the fucking shit, and I want one. All right. Sorry. Back to the super scary sh- story. I had a. Oh, fuck. I forgot the question. Go, go, carry on. I'd carry on. Oh, by the way, this is on creepypasta.wikia.com. And there's a lot more of these stories. But anyway. So they kept these people sealed in this area. Oh, now I remember my question. Carefully. Have you ever dutched oven your significant other? Oh yeah, oh, great question. You have? Yeah, under the bed. Like I'll, I, I farted, and we had the blankets pulled up, like you know, and then I've lifted it up and went here. Now. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, doghouse. Yeah, Ryan. I uh no. I haven't either. I just don't have the. I don't have it in me. No. If it w- if I was <laughs> if I was for did, some reason married to, if I was married to a dude maybe because we'd be playing with each mm-hmm. other's butts a lot. So I think it would just be funny to just. Be, <laughs> oh, dudes are dudes. It's always gonna be funny no matter yeah. what. So for me, that seemed. But like with my wife, it's just like she doesn't even fart in front of me. No, which Aww. makes me mad. I catch her occasionally like doing that when she goes to the bathroom because that's every. Right. I don't care who you are. I'm not disgusted by farts. I think mm. they're fucking hilarious. And yeah. Everybody does it. Yeah. Everybody does it. Everybody poops. There's a book about it. It's a New York Times bestseller. You can get it at every bookstore in America. Mm-hmm. I have it. Mm-hmm. It's a scratch and sniff book. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So continuing on with their fearless Russian researchers. So they get the careful monitor on their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed-circuit cameras, so they only had microphones and a 5-inch thick glass porthole-sized window, actually windows, sorry, into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep on, but no bedding, running water, and a toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. No, that never goes well. No, 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 it doesn't. 
I thought I heard a burp outside. <laughs> it's a like ghost a guy, burp. A, a ghost <laughs> ran by and burped. Okay. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised falsely, by the way, Mm-mm. that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. What? I know, right? 30 days, like, didn't, isn't there an ex, well, that's pop culture, never mind. I had a friend of mine, and he he and I were, this is uh, Super Nintendo days, I think we maybe had just graduated high school, and we we did a marathon session where we played games probably probably close to 30 hours, maybe? Well, in the clip in the beginning, that guy only made it 50 hours before he lost his damn mind and fell asleep, like, standing up. I went to bed, he went home, he ended up having a seizure at home. Holy shit. No shit. And the doctor was pretty sure it was due to lack of sleep. You gotta sleep, folks. Just gonna say this. Spoiler alert. There's a reason you get tired. <laughs> now, that, that actually leads me to the question. I'm sure that w- this will be your answer, but what's the longest you guys have ever stayed awake? Oh, it's 30 hours right there. Yeah, it's about that. I mean, when we were in, when I was in boot camp, we had to, yeah. we had to, um, there was a day we went through our hardest tests, physical and mental, and um, it was crazy, because I had to, fa- I had one part, I had to face my fears. It was like, I I'm super claustrophobic. Oh yeah, I had, yeah, I had to crawl yeah. under a ship or something weird. Oh. And I mean, I was like literally my face. I was like scraping to oh, get through. No. Mm. It was really rough. And there was a period there where I just I had to shut my eyes and just crawl. Oh. Right. But um, the night after that, they fed us like pigs. The next morning, oh. I mean, they called the donuts gut buster, and I must have went up there, and they're like gut buster for the ship, mate. I got like three of those. I mean, we could eat like, and then the all the officers sat and ate with us, so it was super cool. But they never let us go to sleep, so they made us march through the rest of the day, and then we had to go to class. And at one point, we're at class, and I'm just like, every single person in there was just like, hey. you know, because you're, you're physic. It's such a physically demanding thing, right? So. I- and that would have been, <laughs> dude. When we went to bed that night. You couldn't hear a peep. Oh, I'm sure everybody went out like oh, that. done. And we always were. I mean, there was the, there were like two big like Samoan dudes who snored like literally like you're peeling like roofing off a house. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we slept like little wee babes. You sleeping oos? I am sleeping oos. Uh, for me, I would say I remember actually multiple times uh, a good friend of mine. We I would. Go to his house a lot. We hung out a lot in high school. And I remember multiple times going over there Friday after school. Mm-hmm. And Is this video games related? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I would come home on Sunday. We, I would go there Friday. I saw, obviously, you know, wake up. At, I think it was like six or seven o'clock. I woke up to get on the bus and all that. Go to his house. He would stay up all night Friday and Saturday night. So. I mean, it ended up being, you know, 40 or probably close to, well, 65 hours. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. We did it because we would drink a lot of Mountain Dew and eat junk food. (laughs) But I'm surprised you don't have diabetes. Uh, you gotta be careful with that stuff in your I'm life. I'm thinking if I were to do that, oh man, I'm, my, I'm like my stomach. If I did it today, well, I'm not. I, it's not I, like I we drank uh, like five two liters. No, but, but like, how old were you? Uh, I was fifteen. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's the you prime can do age it. To you can do that, no problem. Well, I, yeah. I, I want to point out that I mean, I would go home Sunday, you know, three four o'clock, and I 
would be like in bed by six or seven and crash until the next day. But the fact is, is we stayed up that whole time. And I swear there was times where we would like start to hallucinate. hallucinate yep. Because what well, we were also one later on, we started smoking weed, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was rough, man. We, what, we were do just, you remember what games you guys were playing that you were so into? Uh, I remember we played... I just don't know why you wouldn't have slept. I mean, eventually... It's Final like Fantasy was a big one. So you just watched him or you play? We would kind of go back and forth, and mm-hmm. then there were other games that we would play together. But, yeah, that's what we we'd just... We would play video games and listen to music and... I mean, talk about girls? Come on, you gotta talk uh, about girls. No, I don't think so. At that point, I don't... Well, maybe a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it was... We were so loyal to our video games. (laughs) Yeah. Video games don't have boobs that you can feel in uh the night. Says the man who asks on stiff joystick, can you fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Can you fuck? So, yeah, about 60-some hours, and yeah, I... Do that's you brutal. brutal. There's no way in hell I could do it now. No. I can't... uh, It gets to be about... 9 30 10 o'clock and i'm like i'm of nap age right now oh dude i i i'm at the age now where i involuntarily take naps oh yeah i'm in a chair somebody's talking i fall asleep i don't mean to be rude but i'm fucking tired i'm an old man now Mm -hmm. working hard i work i work in the sun being a male prostitute being out there trying to shake my ass and do that thing it's a very specialized outdoors yeah male prostitute exactly we're all about the outdoors so anyway it's a it's a market we've cornered true (laughs) anyway so let's get back to our poor 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 (laughs) subjects in a sleepy non-sleepy chamber so these Um, are these political prisoners are probably not teenagers either on top of it right no they're they're soldiers yeah after five days they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led to them being where they were, and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones in the chamber. And also whispered by the porthole mirrors. Oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades. The other subjects in captivity with them, at first, the researchers researchers suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. Mm-hmm. After nine days, oh. the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber, repeatedly yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks because he blew out his, his vocal, vocal cords. cords. Wow, that's fucked. <laughs> The researchers postulated that he had physically torn his vocal cords. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captors reacted to it. Or rather, didn't. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started to scream. The two non-screaming captives took their books apart, smeared page after page with their own feces, and pasted them calmly over the glass portholes. The screamly, the screaming promptly stopped. So did the whispering to the microphones. After three more days passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure they were working, since they thought it was impossible that no sound could be coming with five people inside. The oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. 
On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something they said they would not to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber hoping to provoke any response from the captives they were afraid were either dead or vegetables. They announced, We are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response. We no longer want to be freed. Debate broke out amongst the researchers and the military forces funding the research. Unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. The chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and fitted with fresh air and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was open and soldiers sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder and louder and louder than ever and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call the state that of the, any of them to be in life. The food rations for the past five days had not been touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subjects, thighs and chest, stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. All four surviving test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. The destruction of flesh and exposed bone on their fingertips indicated that the wounds were inflicted by hand, not with teeth. As the researchers initially thought, closer examination of the position and angles of the wounds indicated that most of it, not all of them, were self-inflicted. The abdominal organs below the ribcage of all four test subjects had been removed. While the heart, lungs, and diaphragm remained in place, the skin and most of the muscles attached to their ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the ribcage. All the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around the eviscerated but still living bodies of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could be seen to be working digesting food. It quickly became apparent that what they were digesting was their own flesh that had been ripped out and eaten over the course of the days. Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives at the facility but still many refused to return to the chamber to remove the test subjects. They continued to scream to be left in the chamber and alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned back on lest they fall asleep. To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put on a fierce fight in process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out. Another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped oh, off. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> and an artery in his leg se- severed by one of the subject's teeth. Ah! Another five of the soldiers lost their lives if That's you count... That's nuts! <laughs> Another five of the soldiers <laughs> lost their lives if you count ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident. In the struggle... One of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and he bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but they proved impossible. He was injected with more than ten times the human dose of morphine derivative and still fought like a cornered animal. 
I believe breaking, they call that the Charlie Sheen dose. Right. <laughs> breaking the ribs and arm of one doctor. When Hart, when Hart was seen to beat for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point where there's no more of his vascular system pumping blood. Even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes, struggling to attack anyone in reach and just repeating the word more over and over, weaker and weaker until he fell silent. The surviving three test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility, the two with intact vocal cords continuously begging for gas, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken to the only surgical operating room that the facility had. In the process of preparing the subject to have his organs placed back within his body, it was found that he was effectively immune to the sedative that they had given him to prepare him for surgery. He fought furiously against his restraints when the anesthetic gas was brought up to put him under. He managed to tear most of the way through a four-inch wide leather strap on one wrist, even though the weight of a 200-pound soldier holding that wrist as well. It took only a little more anesthetic than normal to put him under, and the instant his eyelids fluttered and closed, his heart stopped. In the autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table, it was found that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen. His muscles that were still attached to his skeleton were badly torn, and he had broken nine bones in the struggle to not be subdued. Most of them were from the force of his own muscles. The second survivor had been the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed. He was unable to beg or object to surgery, and he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly that they try the surgery without anesthetic. It did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing the abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. The surgeon presiding stated repeatedly that it should be medically possible for the patient to still be alive. One terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming this must be something of drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and pad and fetched so the patient could write his message. It was simple keep cutting the other two subjects were given the same surgery both without anesthetic as well although they had to be injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation the surgeon found it impossible to form the operation while the patients laughed continuously once paralyzed the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes the paralytic cleared their system in an abnormally short period of time and they were soon trying to escape their bonds The moment they could speak, they were asking again for the stimulant gas. The researchers asked why they had injured themselves when they had ripped out their own guts and why they wanted to be given this gas again, (laughs) and only one response was given. I must must remain remain awake. awake. All three subjects' restraints were reinforced and they were placed back into the chamber awaiting determination as to what should be done with them. The researchers facing the wrath of their military benefactors for failing for having failed the stated goals of their project, considered euthanizing the surviving subjects. The commanding officer and ex-KGB instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. So, and that's the creepiest part to me, by the way, the researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. 
In preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. To everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling. The moment was let slip that they were going back to the gas. It was obvious that as this, at this point, all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and continuously. The mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bonds with all his might. First left, then right, then left again. For something to focus on. The remaining subjects was holding his head off his pillow and blinking rapidly. Having been this first... Having been the first to be wired for EEG, most of the surprise, or I'm sorry, most of the researchers were monitoring his brainwaves in surprise. They were normal most of the time, but sometimes flatlined inexplicably. It looked as if he were repeating suffering brain death before returning to normal. As they focused on papers scrolling out of the brainwave monitor, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut at the same moment his head hit the pillow. His brainwaves immediately changed to that of a deep sleep. That flatlined for the last time as his heart stopped. The only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in now. His brainwave showed the same flatlines as one who had just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside as well as three researchers. One of the named three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point-blank between the eyes, then turned the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. He pointed his gun at the remaining subject, still restrained to a bed as the remaining members of the medical and research team fled the room. I won't be locked in here! With these things, not with you! He screamed at the man strapped to the table. What are you? He demanded. I must know! The subject smiled. Have you forgotten so easily? The subject asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurks. In all of you, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind, we are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralyze. When you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused, then aimed at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flatlined as the subject weakly choked out. So nearly free. Happy days. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll tell you something real because that was all fake. The wind whispers soft through the grass, hun. The field mice, they make not a peep. It's been 38 minutes already. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Go to sleep. All the kids from daycare are in dreamland. The froggy has made his last leap. Hell no, you can't go to the bathroom. You know where you can go? The fuck to sleep. The owls fly forth from the treetops. Through the air, they soar and they sweep. A hot crimson rage fills my heart, love. For real, shut the fuck up and sleep. The cubs and the lions are snoring, 
wrapped in a big snuggly heap. How come you can do all this other great shit, but you can't lie the fuck down and sleep? Oh, what a break! Oh, oh, oh. what a break! <sighs> We had our snacks. We laid down on our naps, or naps, or mats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shoved our thumbs in our mouths <laughs> and our butts. Ryan was a small spoon. I was. Josh you're, was the big spoon. Oh, Josh, okay. you're court mm-hmm. low. Um, just, hey, guess who's here now? Oh, <gasps> the Aluma mommy herself. Hey. I decided I would join in because I can't let Josh win Quizzical. I showed up oh, just in time for Quizzical because I, you know. Uh, I can't let you guys win. Well, before we get to, well, pop culture, quizzes, plugs, you know, everybody loves the plugs section. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, and now on for pl- stop button. All right. Skip, 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 skip. Someday we might have something in that plug segment that you may miss. Like, uh, you know, hey, we're giving away this contest? code for uh, Steam or something, and you would um, never know it was there. Yeah, I've got That's- a free tube of Polydent. I can give away. For conspiracy therapy, probably not any codes. You know what? I'm sorry. That's being a negative Nancy. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, told you a great story last segment. It was something that was super uber creepy. You had me hooked. I did. And that is something that I meant to do. But it's a creepypasta. And um, creepypastas are stories on the internet that are meant to scare the boo boos out of you. And the when Jews you, out of you, yeah. Well, really? it's, uh, since the nineteen forties kind of era, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> so in in doing the research for this episode, I, I checked out a few different like um, government testing things, and there's a lot of them. I mean, we covered MK Ultra, we covered Damn MK those. Ultra, which is a big doozy. Uh, CIA mind control. They wanted to, you know make somebody who would obey them a Manchurian candidate if you will mm. well there if you want to be a patriot you better fucking listen to Uncle Sam he's got some shit to say and you better do it Uncle Sam looks like he punch you right in the face when he gets I know. drunk <laughs> he looks like a bad uncle that's like three not, shoots to the wind right not a bad touchy uncle but no no he's into America that's he's, what I'm trying to grow out my beard. He's trying like. to get Betty Sue from the dance back in high school in 1957 to like or leave her husband. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so do you guys want to hear no. the sad, sad truth about things <laughs> when it comes to governments? And depress me some more. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. A little bit. I'm going to try to skim this because this is awful. This is also something that could totally have been an episode, but I wanted to include it because obviously Russian sleep experiments, I don't think that's a whole episode because obviously it's, it's a story. It's, it spread through the internet. It became popular, but I want to also say real quick that the Russians did perform experiments and they severed dog heads and ran circulatory systems through the head and actually made them work. Okay. You can look that up. I'm. T- I know. Oh, I'm God. throwing that out there like a fucking wild, wild. Yeah, yeah. That's out there. They did it, the thing that's scary about the Russian uh, sleep experiment is that it so could have been something that they would have done. Right. Mm-hmm. If you look at Nazi experiments during World War II, if you look at 
our own government with MK Ultra and like and other fucking future episodes pushing a power bar of LSD up our buttholes till we're like mm-hmm. on the moon. Here, and, here's a syphilis seeing, shot. Yeah. Let me tell you something about a little thing called Unit Seven Thirty One. If you go to, hey, it's the name of my penis. You, <laughs> unit. <laughs> Excuse me, Unit. Attention on deck. My wife is attention on dick. <laughs> attention on dick. I need to be full of blood. You need to be full mass. All semen to the top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Unit Seven Thirty One dot org to the poop deck. There is a story of, um, well, during the kind of the era of World War II, the Japanese um, experimented on prisoners that they had. It was, uh, most of us have heard about the horrible experiments on humans of the Nazis done by Dr. Mengele, which is kind of like the boogeyman. What a a name, too, by the Mm -hmm. way. Mengele. Yeah. It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't even sound German. It's like Nosferatu. Yeah. It's like, I don't trust you. What, do you want it to be a Lord Sauerkraut? or Yeah, Lord Sauerkraut. Hopefully he's cooking brats, because I'm down. Lord (laughs) Sauerkraut. From the family of Reuben. I am General Bratwurst. I don't like sauerkraut. I like bratwurst. Bratwurst hunks? Well, you are an expert. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh... Get back on track. Okay, so... I'm Commander Strudel! <laughs> the Nazis weren't alone, though, even though everyone thought that the Nazis were super uber bad guys and they were doing all their super duper, like, scary squirrel tests. There were the Japanese. So, one of the lesser known atrocities of the 20th century was committed by the Imperial Japanese Army's Unit 731. Some of the details of this unit's activities are still uncovered. Now... Unit 731 is, for many people, like, one of the creepiest things on the planet, because it doesn't... Have you guys ever... Do you guys have any Japanese friends? I... Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. I used to. I have a half-Japanese friend. Yeah, yeah, we do. (laughs) Her dad is Admiral Sushi. (laughs) (laughs) So... For 40 years, the horrific activities of Unit 731 remained one of the most closely guarded secrets of World War II. It was not until 1984 that Japan acknowledged that what it had long denied, vile experiments on humans conducted by the unit in preparation for germ warfare. Now, this was a chemical biological testing station. Did I just walk into a Japanese buffet? <laughs> no, it's a massage know parlor. I'm so hungry <laughs> oh, for crab shit. rangoon. Well, my, my, like my, cargo, my cargo shorts just fell right below under my lovers. <laughs> I didn't know we were watching The Last Samurai. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> so, anyway, this place, they deliberately infected uh, subjects with the plague, anthrax, c- cholera, and other pathogens. An estimated <laughs> 3,000 people... Enemy soldiers, civilians, were used as guinea pigs. Some of the more horrific experiments included vivisection without anth- anesthesia oh, and pressure chambers. I don't even know what a vivisection and, is, but and, I don't want it <laughs> without anesthesia. And pressure chambers <laughs> to see how much a human could take before his eyes popped out. Oh! Hey, is that a black eyed <laughs> children or is that a person There's in a guy a with a clicker? Chamber. He's like, click, that's one eye. Okay, there's number two. Unit 731 was set up in 1938 in Jap- 
Japanese-occupied China with the aim of developing biological weapons. It also operated a secret research and experimental school in Shinjuku, central Tokyo. Its head was Lieutenant Shiro Ishii. The unit was supported by Japanese universities and medical schools while supplied doctors and research staff. The picture now emerging about its activities in this modern day is horrifying if we look back. According to reports never officially admitted by Japanese authorities, it's kind of like the whole Godzilla thing. Like, do you guys, no you're Japanese. Do you think there's a Godzilla? And they're like, Godzilla! And, and you're like, oh shit. I but didn't, their lips I, don't match the words that are coming out of their mouth. <laughs> you ever notice that? You're talking to your Japanese friend and he's like, not syncing up with his words. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Anyway. <sighs> the unit used thousands of Chinese and other Asian civilians and wartime prisoners as guinea pigs to breed and develop killer diseases. Many of the prisoners who were murdered in the name of research were used in hideous vivisection and other medical experience, including barbaric trials to determine the effects of frostbite on the human body. Now, there's a there's a there's a movie on YouTube you can watch called Men Behind the Sun and it's super creepy. This is very Japanese and exciting. This is, is like the Japanese version of like the what is the holiday Trans-Siberian Ar- Orchestra for Japan. Sure. Uh to ease the to ease the conscience of those involved the prisoners were referred to not as people or patients but as marotua which in Japanese translates to wooden logs. Before Jap- Japan surrender, the site of the experiments was completely destroyed so that there was no evidence. Then the remaining 400 prisoners were shot and employees mm. of the unit had to swear secrecy. The mice kept in the laboratory were then released. They, they had to swear secrecy too? I don't think they cared about mice. No, I meant the mice had to swear secrecy. Oh, maybe. Mm. They're tiny little paws. <laughs> they had to Raise. lay one hand on a piece of cheese <laughs> swear to it um i have the <laughs> swear swear to this cheese mouse. I swear to this cheese i have the definition of of vivisection yeah i want to okay, go ahead it's uh no it's, i don't want to i'm afraid to know now it's a surgery conducted for experimental purposes on a living organism typically animals with a central nervous system uh-huh. to view living internal structure. Uh-huh. The word is more broadly used as a pejorative catch-all term for experimentation on live animals by Ugh. organizations opposed by, to animal experimentation but rarely used by practicing scientists. Human vivisection has been perpetuated as a form of torture. Ugh. So anyway, there were those 400 prisoners that were shot and employees of the unit had to swear to secrecy. The mice swore on their cheese and then, <laughs> which could have cost their lives of 30,000 people since the mice were infected with the bubonic plague, mm. plague yeah, and they spread the disease. Few of those involved, by the way, just so you know, few yeah. of those involved yeah. with Unit 731 have admitted their guilt. Wow. Mm. Some caught in China at the end of the war were arrested and detained, but only a handful of them were prosecuted for war crimes. In Japan, not one was brought to justice. In a secret deal, the post-war American administration gave them immunity. Oh, this sounds like Operation Paperclip. When we grabbed all the Nazis and said, hey, make us a rocket. I thought Operation Paperclip was at Microsoft. 
No, not that no. that silly paper clip. That highly that, unsuccessful. It was torture. They want to remind you to save your files. <laughs> oh. Hey, you use the wrong noun. <laughs> this is Comic Sans. Who likes that font? It was Microsoft's way of selling more monitors because you'd punch the right. monitor right off the. It's silly. Which hurt when it was a CRT. Eyes. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, years in Japan, not one was brought to justice in a secret wow. deal. Like I said. They made <sighs> deals with America. <laughs> Some of the worst criminals, including Hisato Yoshimura, was not who was in charge of the frostbite experiments, went on to occupy key medical and other posts in public and private sectors. <laughs> so, <Good> Lord. <laughs> the leaders of this got promoted. They killed thousands. Mm. Tortured too. Yes. If you watch Men Behind the Sun, it's no fun. <laughs> no fun. There's a there's a sequence where a woman is holding her arms out and they freeze her arms in front of her and then they take like literally like a, a knife and oh. cut her arms off. <gasps> God. Because they think that if they can freeze it, she won't feel it. Right. But oh, they watch they her could... freak out and mm-hmm. it Men Behind the Sun is one of the most disgusting, hard to watch movies ever. Won't be but watching it, that one. But yep. it's on YouTube. You can watch it. No. Uh, how about <laughs> you? <laughs> anyway, I'll watch Grounds, Russian sleep you. experiments aren't real, but that is. That's fucked. And that's the way of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. So we're going to yeah. take this. We're going to take this to the side. We're going to pull the Thunderbird over for a little bit of pop culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic, Sonic Boom. <laughs> We got nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good segment. <laughs> On that note. Excellent. Well, I'm, I, I know that you uh, sleep experiments wise, but we, I, I brought up. We just um, mentioned it, that movie. Yeah, hey, men, there men, you go. Men, men, men Behind the Sun. It's on YouTube. You can check it out. Um, there's also um, certain, I mean, things that we've brought up every single time we do any sort of government testing. Yeah, that's the thing. Government testing is a very broad subject and there's lots of movies lots of games uh, things everywhere that you can look into for government experimenting and i know i've brought all those up between mk ultra and whatnot so metal gear solid would be good yep metal gear there's a little bit of it in there uh yeah i'm, I'm i just don't want to regurgitate stuff that i've already said so what's yeah. your what's your favorite metal gear game oh fuck Fuck, I'm going to put you on the spot. This mm-hmm. is your segment, so I might as well run you uh, through the... Yeah, absolutely. I would say, off the top of my head, Metal Gear Solid, which is... Oh, fuck, yeah, that's in Metal Gear 5. I would say... It's scary Metal- how he knows that, isn't mm-hmm. it? I knew he'd know <laughs> it. Probably the first... Well, not Metal Gear for Nintendo, but Metal Gear Solid for PS1 would probably be my favorite... Uh, because I know I've, I've played through that game probably no less, and I, I'm not exaggerating. I've probably played the game no less than 50 times. Wow! Uh, because I would challenge myself in that game by trying to see how fast I could speedrun it. That's like one-fifth of the times I've played Forza. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, it, it was... <sighs> I, I, I wanted it to get to a point that I could run through the game on the hardest difficulty without killing... with killing the least amount of people hmm. and that was the bosses and then there was one other part you were forced you had to kill people 
So, and then without dying and not being seen. And I, I want to say that my record in the end was because I skipped all the cut scenes and whatnot. It was mm-hmm. two and a half hours. Wow. But if you wanted to go for total time played, Metal Gear Solid Five, because I put in about two hundred and seventy hours into God it. Damn. So, uh, as, as I've always said on here. I highly recommend every single Metal Gear Solid game. I think they're all incredible in their own way or another, but at the very least, the storyline is just is so captivating. Did you ever play the original? For a Nintendo, yes. Yeah. I had I actually had the book, too. There's really? a, there was a Game Power. Game Power? Game Power, yeah. Yeah, they, they, too. they did books for different Nintendo games, and one of them was Metal Gear, and I have that book, but I've played... Literally every single Metal Gear game ever made. Wow. Uh, Metal Gear Acid for PSP, even Dude. Uh, every single one of them. It's uh, Acid, I've, bro. <laughs> they, they're all just the soundtrack is just fish. <laughs> <laughs> Three hour guitar solo yeah. later. No, it's just uh, drum solo for twenty minutes. You, you know, you have a great a great story, and for me, anyways, when I'm willing to play the games that even are bad. <laughs> so I could because like those those games for PSP were, were terrible, but it was a Metal Gear game. And that's all I needed. So I'm gonna add a little to this before we close the segment out. There was a game called Poly BS. Poly BS. P O L Y B I U S. Poly BS. Poly BS. Is it was a alleged 1981 arcade game described in a 1998 urban legend. The urban legend is that the game was part of a government-run psychology experiment with gameplay producing intense psychoactive effects hmm. in the player. And with the arcade machines having been visited periodically by data mining men in black for the purpose of analyzing these effects, and all of these few publicly staged polybius Arcade machines allegedly disappeared from the market. The game's actual existence has never been authoritatively proven, but it has served as inspiration for several free and commercial implementations by the same name. Polybius is thought to take its name from that of the Greek historian Polybius, who was known for his assertion that historians should never report what they cannot verify through Mm. interviews with witnesses. Sounds boring as fuck. It does, but it but it, it ties into the whole like government plant, right. government things. Well, that's government that's, does government do. Um, that these Call of Duty and oh. you know these first person military shooters are meant to soften, yeah, war. Mm. And it does. The, I have a podcast sure. that I could go on a rant about that on Stiff Choice Stick Podcast. Nice blah. because. There's, there's Does Ryan need to sell his PS4 and get an Xbox? Uh, uh, no, just buy an Xbox. Yeah, just buy an Xbox. No. It doesn't we work have, that way. We have, you met, have you met game. my wife? <laughs> Good. Well, she maybe gave she me a Russian ah. sleep experiment. Chewy! <laughs> Larry just got declawed. <laughs> he got declawed. Ooh. I got declaw, all right. <laughs> I got de both of them. It really sucks when he grabs your balls because you just want to make sure. Cup chat. Anyway, I had a cat jump on my dick once. With their crooked penis? That's weird. Pounced on it. They do. They have Chewie's an asshole. They have like crooked barbed penis. It really makes it difficult to jerk them off. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> it does, actually. It's super hard to jerk off a cat. It's Why like, is her wiener so weird? I mean, <laughs> wow, that's thought. prickly. The more you know. Like a pear. It's like, uh, yeah. So, I have to ask, because I think we've done our pop culture, and now we have to go for the verdict. Yes. So, April wasn't here for the first segment, so let me give you a little bit of an idea. It was a creepypasta based on early World War II Russia mm-hmm. that had to do with people going crazy because they were doing experiments. And we all know that the Nazis performed lots of super scary, super secret squirrel experiments mm-hmm. that we found out probably later on because it was kind of a don't ask, don't tell, just teach us how to make rockets type thing. What's Squirrely up? experiments? Russia, or you said Germany did that? The squirrels is this, poop. Is, is that how Squirrel Girl came to be? The squirrels poop? That was my squirrels first Squirrels do poop. I never see them poop. I mean, birds poop so much I it's bet stupid. It's like, I think they have like a straight straw right to their anus. Yep. Because they just are, like, they eat something and they shit. Are you our shit spurt now, too? I think so. I'm a <laughs> shit and a dick spurt. Shit storian? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, does he boys have to and take girls. his shirt off to talk about it? It's the only way you can do it. I had to shit today with the shirt on. It was weird. Who wears a shirt when you're shitting? I do. I I also do. Sometimes I do. I have a I have a special. You don't just go. No, I just actually. I wear an apron. I wear an apron. Kiss the cook. It does. It says kiss the shitter. Honey, I need you to come in mm-hmm, here now. Mm-hmm. I, get, I know you only. I wear I wear a, a, a hot mitt on one hand and a spatula on the other. <laughs> oh, lordy! lordy I use the lordy, spatula lordy, to kind of poke it, break it up a little bit when, when it gets stuck a little yeah, bit. Yeah, when a like, log. God damn you, Dingleberry! When, when you get a holding lo- on too tight, when you get a log jam. By the way, we have a cat. He's like a secret assassin he for did the this, CIA. He did this when we were recording the potty slam. We said something and it triggered him. Now he's just beating yeah. on the side of a. <laughs> he's like Al Roker. He's like, excuse me, I need a teacup. I'm telling you, he's Al Roker. We said a key word and now he's losing his mind. Bad kitty. His name's Chewy. I, I think everybody. My dog, too. It's weird. Yeah, but your dog's way nicer than our cat. Yeah. We're going to have to do a Chewy Chewy picture. Like, here, yeah. that'd be bad. Those two would be fighting, probably. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And by fighting, I mean your cat would be beating the shit out of my dog, and my dog would be cowering. More than likely. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Where were we? It's time for a verdict. Yes. Oh. Chewy, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to take you out back, give you some catnip, and then I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna silence you. You going to do a... Doof, doof. <laughs> Just kidding. He no. committed suicide. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have to have a verdict. I gave you a little bit. To, you know. What yeah. Well, okay. and and when Josh told me that this is what you guys were recording tonight, he kind of filled me in. Okay. okay. Kind of, sort of. So I know, like a half. So this is this is what my question is mm-hmm. that you have to answer yes or okay. no to for the verdict. Do we think it's possible that the government has has performed experiments like the Russian sleep experiment? Yes. Josh says yes. I, I, yeah. 
More than likely they have. Because there are going to be some episodes where I ask questions for a verdict that are blatantly true, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Should but I make I'm, a stinger for a verdict? I think I should. That's okay. I, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I do want to extrapolate just, just a tiny bit. Go ahead. Why I say yes. Because obviously the government's going to find any way possible for us to perform more in war. And so to have somebody that can potentially be awake for four or five days at least. That's a great that that great point. Mm-hmm. That, that means they're constantly on the attack while the other people could be, you know, sleeping. Oh, well, we have our guys are wired and ready to go. They can mm-hmm. go in and just shoot oh, the shit out of everyone oh, while they're sleeping. I'm German. I'm your enemy. I've had chocolate. I need a nap. Do you have Ooh. some sauerkraut? <laughs> I need to take some nap. I need to check my oil with my middle Banana. finger. <laughs> middle? Wow. You've graduated. Ooh, too, wow. Many, too many strudel in my belly. Need nappy time. <laughs> Good point, Josh. And April. then, and then you have uh, uh, the people from, you know, the UK. Like, oh god, oh, oh god, we can attack them now. <laughs> wow, Comcast wow. is calling again. <laughs> Just uh, all right, April. Sorry. What do you think? Thank what do you. you. What, what are you weighing on? Yeah, I think absolutely. It's completely possible. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if our government had done it. I, you know, oh, I'm sure many that. governments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just imagine like a family out in Nevada. They're just like, "Hey guys, hey, 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 what's up, dude? Hey, Fred, how was your weekend? Good. Okay. All right. You see that family? We are literally going to dose them up through their water supply, mm. and then we're gonna see how long they last before they claw each other's eyeballs right. out. We're gonna put Red Bull into them. Well, and. I think, too, with the homeless population in the United States, it would not surprise me if they were scooping up homeless people, because, like, no one even notices if they're gone. Yeah. I feel bad for them, man. Yeah. The only problem with that is they're usually a little mentally... (laughs) That's true. And it's undiagnosed, which makes it even worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to go into that, but so Larry and I both say yes. You said yes, too? Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. I said yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to say yes, because it makes perfect sense. The government would do everything it could to try to figure out what our weaknesses are as humans. Mm-hmm. Anything that they can use against our enemies, it just makes sense. It, and then it's such a simple thing. That's the reason that story was so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it is fake. It doesn't exist. Oh, Russians God, I didn't someone, do that. Someone died because they got their testicles bit off. I know that. Eww. I think a lot of that That's had nuts. to do with like storytelling beats that they knew was just going to sink in the right mm-hmm. way. They knew they were going to make Larry barf. They were, and we did. We actually all barfed. It was weird, mm-hmm. but I think we're yeah, closer now because the, of it. It it was because I ate your barf. You ate Josh's bar. Well, Josh yeah, ate there my were hot barf. dogs. There were, actually, no, I'm sorry. Bratwurst honks were in there. So I had to dive in. Mm-hmm. We had, <laughs> ladies guy, and gentlemen, one shot glass. Ladies and gentlemen, Ugh. after the Illuminati, <laughs> after Dark Disney, here is another happy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Dark Disney? Dark Disney. Dark Disney. Dark Disney. Dark Disney. We're all on board, which means we're in tune and we Damn. are ready. To take a quiz, we are ready to get motherfucking quizzical. Quizzical, quizzical. I'm gonna get quizzical. Let's get into 
All right, lady and dickheads. <laughs> if you don't know how this game I'm is played by now... Hey, it could be someone's first episode. If it's your first episode ever listening, basically these three That's yahoos true. will done buzz in with their name, uh, answer the questions, and at the end, April wins. Question... Oh, by the way, this is... Russian knowledge. Ooh, oh, I like, shit. I like it. So, uh, Trump. I was about to say, if you need to, <laughs> oh, uh, we have Trump on the line to help you out if you need a phone, <laughs> friend. Thank you. Ooh, question number one. Which country did Russia invade in 1979? Poland. Oops. I should have done a thing where... <laughs> A, Nepal, B, Afghanistan, C, South Korea, D, Poland. Josh. Josh. Afghanistan. That is correct. Josh won. Everybody else, zero. What colors are currently displayed on the Russian flag? April. April. Blue, uh, red, and white. That is correct. April won. Josh won. Yeah. (laughs) What is the capital of Russia? Josh. Josh. Moscow. That is correct. Josh, two. April, one. I gotta stop drinking. Question. (laughs) (laughs) Or switch to vodka. Question number four. I would be pooping right now. Hmm. With a shirt off. Don't forget. What is the national animal (laughs) of Russia? Ryan Bear. Specifically, what type of bear? Uh, He comes from that country. So he Siberian might, he might have the same name as the country. Russian that, bear. That is correct. <laughs> Ryan won. Josh you, two. April one. You helped him too much on that. He did. Give him one. Yeah, come on. Okay. We gotta make the okay. shoop shut this shit down every week. They do. <laughs> Live from the shoop kitchen. That's right. Shoop kitchen studio. Wow, oh. it's glamorous. <laughs> uh, God, we got one more to go. These are all so good. But okay, here we go. Well, let's go with this one. How many points is it worth? It is worth two, three points. Okay, because you did. Yeah. What is the national flower of Russia? <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Oh, wait, wait. No, no. Do you have an A B C D? I do, but you already buzzed in. Fuck. <laughs> it's not the fuck flower. Wait, 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 wait. Just getting word from Donald Trump. He says you have a reprieve. You can wait. I can wait. Okay, I'm going to wait. starting over. You got a presidential pardon. Heaven can wait. (laughs) All right, everybody. What is the national flower of Russia? Is it A, daffodil, B, chamomile, C, white rose, or D, oh, dear Jesus? Chrysanthemum. Josh, I'm going to go with the white rose. You are Mm. wrong. What was that? The number. A is daffodil. B is chamomile. C white rose D chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Bless you, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. A. So B. your choices are. What was that? B. I think it's B. Oh, April. What? You win again. Ah, <laughs> uh, the shoops. It is a gift. It is a gift. You never put them down. You know, I miss the times when I would just obliterate Ryan every week. No, I don't. Yeah, miss, then you I don't, invited I don't, me to be it. on the show. I don't. I don't miss it at all. I like it. I like now, it. now. She's obliterating both of us. 
I channel my energies towards April, so she will win. Yeah. So, Ladies and gentlemen, did you're you getting have- no energy, right? <laughs> Stop. Giggity. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would assume you had a good time. Nice. I love the song. Um, we talked about creepy stuff. We talked about farts. We did. We filled gas, you up on you gas. Wait, we have had all the farts happen. Um, thank you for listening. Um, I want to start with Josh, and I want to make you know I don't want to I don't want to bore anybody. I know people hate plugs, but let's try to be brief. We'll talk a little bit about what we do when we're not here. Josh, video game podcast, stiff joystick podcast that is on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. April Potty Slam, a wrestling historical podcast that you can find on Facebook, Twitter, and Podomatic. Larry, ah, uh, do you like baseball history? Because you can find it on evaspodcast.net. So we have those four primary shows, including our own uh, Conspiracy Therapy, which I'm the host of. Yes, is on Conspiracy Therapy on. Facebook, Twitter, you can check us out at Conspiracy T Show when every episode drops. Isn't you can get it. That instant graham cracker thingy that you do. Instagram, yes. Ah, that's it. Instagram, uh, check us out, Conspiracy Therapy. We're on there. We're always posting stuff every single and by week. By we you. Yes, I am. It's me. If if you want to send us a, a suggestion for an episode, that's totally cool. It better be good. It better be good. It better be motherfucking okay. good. We have a high standard here that we, we do. Know we our have... fans are capable of hitting. And our fans are doing a great job. We have quite a few episodes yet to cover. And just there a is a sweet no, review, didn't we? We did. And I want to say, whoever did that review, thank you. Mm-hmm. show at gmail.com if you want to send us a message. We would love to read it on there. Maybe we'll ask you, we'll, we will answer a question. Yeah. If you have a question for us, or if you have something that you want us mm. to cover, also, let us know. Uh, yeah, send your dick pics to Ryan. Oh, don't send dick. The longer and more crooked, you just the open Pandora's box. <laughs> Put more. No, we open Pandora's cocks. All right. Hey, yo. I'm a dick expert. <laughs> if it can touch your belly it. button, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, good, sweet, good job, dude. So anyway, <laughs> that's been what we have covered this week on Conspiracy Therapy Show. We will see you next week for another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Have a good week. of Beer City Media.